What's up, everybody? Welcome to In Love With Horror. I'm AJ. And I'm Christy. And today, y'all, will be giving you our spoiler review of Out of Darkness. Uh, now, like I said, spoilers, y'all. So if you don't like being spoiled, you know, go watch the film. Uh, we actually highly recommend you go check it out and then come back and join us uh, in the spoiler-filled review because we're going to go over everything. And especially, I think the biggest talking point is going to be, you know, the ending and how people feel about that. Uh, but before we jump into the actual review, we'll kind of break down how we're going to do our review. So, well, first we're going to talk about like just the the details of the film, like synopsis, um, and then talk about the characters. And then what we're going to do is break up the review by act. So we'll go over like act one, talk about the things we liked in that, um, and the characters and so on, then act two, and then act three, where we'll talk about kind of the, the big twist or reveal or ending or whatever. Uh, so that'll be how we structure our review. And with that, let's go ahead and jump into uh, the details about this film, starting off with, um, you know, the film was directed by Andrew Cumming and it was written by Ruth Greenberg, Andrew Cumming and Oliver Kasman. Uh, and the synopsis uh, for this reads, in the old stone age, a despaired gang of early humans band together in search of a new land. But when they suspect a malevolent mystical being is hunting them down, the clan are forced to confront a danger they never envisioned. Um, and that's a pretty good setup to go ahead and jump into into Act One. So let's let's go ahead and start talking about uh, Act One of Out of Darkness. So just like the synopsis said, right? We we got this small group of of you know un- nomads, yeah, nomads who have separated themselves from you know the bigger tribe in search of a new land. Their leader, the leader of the small group, uh, Adim, thinks there's you know better things on the horizon. They like set it out, set out across the sea and search of, you know, better things. Cause they kind of mentioned at some point, like they're kind of running out of resources or food or whatever, where they, where they're coming from. Um, I forgot one of the characters said we would have died if we stayed anyway. Uh, so he's in search of, you know, the promised land essentially. And, you know, they, they arrive at this land and there seems to be some sort of, you know, mythical creature, God, something that's out there. This, you know, starting to pick them off. Right. Uh, so let's go ahead and talk about the the group of characters. So I already mentioned Adem, who's like the leader of this this group. Right. He's like the like the alpha. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then we got uh, Bea, who was the uh, the stray. Right. Um, and it seems like she was like an outcast uh, back in the old tribe. And, you know, so they're kind of treating her as such, even in this smaller group of of nomads. And then we got. Uh, Adem's brother, uh, was it Gear? I don't know how to say it. Gerard, yeah, something like that. Yeah, Gerard. Uh, and he's the you know, the younger sibling, a lot more like timid and you know, putting his full trust into his brother, even if he thinks that decisions are wrong, he just lets him like run with it because he's very much the you know, the softer and non confident uh sibling. And then we got uh, Ava who is uh, Adem's mate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like super pregnant with uh, his baby and while they're doing all this running around and stuff like that. And then we got uh, Heron, which is uh, Adam's or Adem's uh, son. And then we got, um, is it Odal or Odal? I think it's Odal or something like that. Odal? Yeah, then we got Odal, uh, who is like the... Um, just like a like the old wise men, so to speak. He's almost like a an, an advisor, mm-hmm. uh, offering guidance to them. That's pretty much our our group, our main group of uh, you know, or a cast of characters that we follow, or who we're making this journey into this unknown land and encounter 
you know, this mis- this mystical being. Um, so let's talk about talking about Act One. You know, did you like the like how the film started? You know, it introed with you know st- like a storytelling. You know, and it's basically the story of this of this group. How did you like that intro sequence? I liked it. I think it fits the the setting and the times. Like uh, you le- you learn or you write your histories through stories. Mm-hmm. So um, I thought that that was a great opening and. Like I said, it just kind of like fits this movie, I think. No, usually I don't really like exposition and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I think because of this group of people and this where you are in this time period, I think it fits. Yeah, I agree. I 100% agree that the way they told the story very felt, very much felt like authentic to how they might have told, you know, told stories back in the day and how the, you know, the history gets passed down verbally from, mm-hmm. you know, generation to generation. So I quite like that aspect uh, quite a bit to give us that context in a way that they would have given context to other people in that, in that time frame. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that was, it was a great way to start and give us that introduction. And we got our first look to how dark the movie is. Yeah, and uh, dark. yeah, the, the film is extremely dark. Uh, not so much that you can't see where you need to see, mm-hmm. um, but they definitely understand that what the darkness you're experiencing is what the, the cast of characters is, is experiencing too. Um, but we also got just a, a view at the landscape because, um, you know, we we meet them when they're first like arriving, essentially. So, mm-hmm. you know, we get to look at how the, the area is kind of barren. There doesn't seem to really, really be a lot. But then, you know, they see like a mountain off to the distance and they're like, hey, there's probably got some good caves over there where we can like start to build a new home in a cave system. And so that's where they kind of like start making their, their trek out there. Um, and in making this trek, you know, uh, I don't know, is there anything you want to, did you want to speak on before we get to the point where they have that like a uh, initial encounter? Well, um, I think that the story time also is, was a good way to establish how the characters are connected, but and also mm-hmm. kind of like their personalities and, how they feel about each other, I think, too. Like, you can see that, you know, um, Bea is more so, you know, connected to the brother Gerard yep. and mm-hmm. Heron. And that um, uh, Ave is not really, like, a motherly figure to Heron. She's like, he's like, tell me a story. Like, I'm not your and she's mother. she's like, I'm not your mother. Yep. And then, you know, Adam's like, tell my son a story. <laughs> like, yep. you can tell he's definitely the alpha male because then she starts to tell him a yep. story. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the older guy, Odal, you know, he's like, well, I'll tell the story, you know, cause obviously he tells good stories mm-hmm. and everyone listens to him. Like you were saying, like he's more of the advisor type. Yep. So when he does start telling the story, everyone's quiet and paying attention to what he's saying. Yep. Um, so I think that that was very, a good way to also establish those, the, di- the dyna- dynamics between the characters too. Right. Um, but yes, go ahead. Yeah. And no, that, no, that was well said. And, uh, it kind of showed what, what you, everyone's role is. Right. Oh, and yeah. we, we learn more as we go along mm-hmm. and different banter across you know, right. the different uh, you know, band or the group of people here. So as they start making their way towards this, you know, this mountain that's got, you know, these promising caves. Yeah. Um, we start to get like little indications that there's something else that could be here. I think the first one was um, they found what looked like a mammoth. Carcass yeah. or something like because we saw like big tusk mm-hmm. and it looked like it got obliterated right like there's blood over the place yeah um, and then Adam and 
out are like trying to find food. So they're yep. often like running ahead of everyone else. Yep. Which I really like the little running scenes. Those were some of my favorite scenes. Just seeing good. them run across the land, like yep. this vast land where there's nothing out here. Nothing. Um, but yeah, so that they spend a lot of time like trying to hunt something. So yep. yeah, they do run across this carcass of well, they first see they saw hair or something. They're like, oh, maybe we found something. But then they saw blood mm-hmm. and then they realized that that this already got got right. Yeah, that thing was already done. <laughs> and you know, I did made the point of like, I think it was him that mm-hmm. said, like, uh, you know, this thing was pushed off the cliff. Oh, yeah. Essentially. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I don't know what would do something like right. that. Uh, and they kind of keep that to themselves. Mm-hmm. But also the, the important thing, important thing you mentioned was, you know, since this area is so barren of anything. You know, they're super hungry. Mm-hmm. They don't got no food. Yeah. Um, so they're always on the search. And they're also super tired, right. you know. Right, because uh, they don't have nothing to sustain them. Right. They don't got nothing. Um, and, you know, one thing I one thing I was thinking about, too, they always talk about hunting, but I don't think I ever saw them drinking water or nothing like that either. Not that I can remember. I don't either. I don't think they showed that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm curious how they was getting that water, too. <laughs> um, but that was their first, like, indication. And then uh, as they continue to push on, uh, there was one moment where, like, it was like heavy fog that rolled in. Yeah. And um, Haran started playing like a game with his dad, with the dim, where he was like whispering. And he did see something like off to the he distance did. at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then, you know, surprise, it was really just, you know, Haran uh, who was making the noises and stuff like that. And, and you know, dim was super pissed. He was like, why you run off like that? Okay. I thought maybe it was a mixture of both. Like oh like the like the mythical creature was mimicking. I thought that too, like yeah. mimicking the sounds that they were making. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I yeah. think that was more like a mix, and because he still felt very scared. That's true. And I feel like if it was just Heron, he wouldn't have been as scared. That's true. Yeah, I can see that, like mm-hmm. mimicking well, the, the, what. Because, like you said, said, he kind of saw something, and yeah, he Heron did. is small, and mm-hmm. I don't think what he saw was Heron. And, but it was off in the distance. They obscured yeah. it like really good. Yeah, they did. Like because you definitely don't know what it is until until they want you to know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I, I think up to this point too, like you know, we were already noticing like the music, like they had like very, like I'm gonna call it like like slimmed down in the sense of like core instruments, mm-hmm. like very sim- simple instruments, like, you know, like drums, mm-hmm. I guess stuff that you might hear from a, no, maybe not during that time, but further back in time, a more stripped down, you know, band essentially, uh, with just maybe some horns and uh, some drums, you know, and the, the, the audio was very powerful. Um, and it always helped like carry the singing and, and evoke, like certain emotions or it mimicked how the characters feel. Um, and we're seeing that up until this point with the fog and stuff like that still. Um, but they keep pressing on and, you know, eventually they get to a point where they can see, you know, the mountain in the distance, but they also see this like vast force. And I think it was, a uh, was it Garam? He was like, Oh, we can't, uh, we need to go around this force. No, um, it was, I don't know who said it. It was a dem. It was a dem who said it. Okay. Yeah. And then Garai was like, well, that's going to take a long time. Okay, yep, that's right. And he's like, well, shit, we ain't going through there. He he, he took, you know, he was the one that was making all the decisions. But right. yeah, he was the one who's like, we're not going to go through that. Yep. He's like, I can't do that to them. We can't go to the forest. Right. Uh, we'll have to go around, mm-hmm. um, no matter how long it takes. Um, and, you know, I feel like that also helped set up, like, the forest being already intimidating as is. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously you got this mythical thing out there. 
but then you got this force that they're already trying to avoid, which I feel like added more to this this scare factor. Like, damn, like that, like what's up with the force? You know what I'm yeah. Um, so they end up uh, they end up making camp, um, and uh, they end up making camp, and uh, you know Ava is starting to get, starting to get sick because she's pregnant. She don't got no food, you know, um, and. I well, they it, went try to go hunt again during that section. They did, yes, okay. and cause, you know it was getting dark, so they made their way back. Mm-hmm. Um, but while they, um, when they came back, you know, Adam was like, "Keep watch." Remember, he was telling Garad to keep watch that night, mm-hmm. and so um, obviously, what happened happens after that. So go ahead. Oh, okay, right, right. right. <clears throat> um, but what I was gonna say was, you know, I think it was Odo. Odo who's talking about how she needs to eat. And right. I feel like there's one point where she was looking where he was looking at Bea like, we, we're gonna eat your ass. Like Oh really? That's how that's the feeling I got initially. Mm, I don't know. I didn't I didn't catch that part. Yeah, the way because like he was looking at her as if like, well, we gotta eat somebody. It's gonna be in you, you know, because he's a stray. Mm-hmm. Um then obviously that that one scene happened where it was like, you know, uh, but he's basically telling her, like, oh, if Ava dies, like like you next in line. Well, that's why meet. they went off. Remember? What? Okay, because that happened, and Bea went off, right? And then his he's like telling him to keep watch because he left to go off and do that thing with Bea. Oh, right. And that's why he was all. Oh, that's why you're saying that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. Um. So we got a we got a glimpse into, like, you know, Adams. the mentality. Yeah. Mentality. Yep. And <sighs> you know, obviously things are different back in there that he's time. Still and, trash. Yeah. You got it. Some look. I looked at it from the lens of like that time. I and, bet you did. I mean, you kind of have to. I've, Ava is so sick that she could die. So he's already like, hmm, he's well, already I'm like, gonna have to have yeah. have plant my seed somewhere else. Hey, I, I need a new, need more legacy. Like, yeah, he well, already thinking that. They was already like implied anyway, because earlier on, Bea started her her period, mm-hmm. and Ava was like, "This is a good thing, you know. Yep. You know, he's gonna have to have more kids. Yeah, and that's I true. can't be the one, the only one giving him kids. Yep. So." It was implied that eventually she was going to be next in right, line another, to produce kids. Yep, another mate, yeah. her legacy. Um, that's just how they did shit back then. Uh, that was trash, but yeah. So but, he goes off with Bea mm-hmm. and basically harasses her because she doesn't want to be touched by Adam. Yeah, no, nah, she wants to. She wants to be with Gary. Well, I don't know if she wants to be with him or not, but I she. she I think she sees him as more of a friend. I think he obviously has feelings for her. But I don't know. I feel like she's too young to be like, I want to be with Gerard. No, I think. She, well, no, I'm saying I think that she likes him. She's interested in in him romantically. Okay, I, I didn't so. get that vibe whatsoever. Yeah, that's the vibe I got. Just just the way that they, like, you know, the vibe that I got between them felt like friends. Nah, I felt, <laughs> I felt like it was more uh, like romantic, even in like the comforting aspects and stuff like Why that. Why can't friends do that? I didn't feel like just friends. Though. Okay, well, I'll just tell you how it felt to me. It yeah. felt more friendly on her part than, oh, yeah. and obviously on his, because when they went off, he knew Garan knew what was happening, and he was crying. Well, yeah, because he understands the hierarchy, right? Mm-hmm. The, back he, he in this time, hierarchy is it rules all. So, yeah. like whatever Adem says is what he has to obey. Right. Um, so while they're off, yep. he is like trying to, you know play a game or something with hair on for a second yep mm-hmm. and then he how does he get distracted uh i thought just like a sound 
like they heard okay. they heard something. That's right. They did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they ended up all they ended up all coming back together. Mm-hmm. Like everyone came back in the circle near the fire. Yeah. Um and then they heard all this movement. Mm-hmm. Uh but they're trying to like you know, see what's going on. And then like there was a shot where I think it's looking at a dim, but you can see his son behind him. And yeah. woof, like his son gets just gets snatched. snatched into the darkness. And it was like super fast. It was very fast. <laughs> yeah. Um, which I think adds to this this idea of like whatever this is, yeah, is like it's quick and big. It's quick, it's big, they it's monstrous, them up super fast. They snatched them up like a toy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then you know, Adam quickly is like runs off, but then uh, Gerard. Gerard, yeah, Gerard stopped him. Like, hey, like we can't, can't look go. for him right now. Like it's too dark. Mm-hmm. Like we we can't see the tracks. Like. We'd be screwed. Right. Wait till um, morning. Yep. So they waited till morning. And like, I mean, like. And then was like, it's his, your fault. If something happens to him because you're supposed to keep watch. Keep watch. Yep. I told you to keep watch. Yep. <laughs> um, so, you know, Gerard's already feeling super guilty now yeah. about the whole thing. But once morning hits, like. As soon as the light hits. Yeah. It's like, it's time. It's time. Like, they, so they go. Um, and so they, they, you know, they're, they're doing that. They're, they're uh, going on the tracks, you know, and, you know, Ava trying to keep up. Like, you know, she's super pregnant. They trying to tell him slow down, but he don't give a fuck. He's like, I yeah, get my son gone. back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they end up uh, running into uh, the forest, which to me kind of is like, once it gets to the forest is where like act two to me kind of starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll go ahead and get into uh, act two. So they go uh, into this forest and they go deep in pretty, I feel like pretty deep into it. And they stumble upon um, what well, looks like an altar type of thing. It's like this kind of like tarish kind of area because along the way they're finding this like black gunk on the trail uh, they found they found heron's pelt it's got this black gunk on it and they, they see this black gunk like tar pool almost where this altar is and there's like all these bones there's blood um and i can't remember where they hearing shrieking at this mm-hmm. point yeah and i think it was old it was either odal i feel like it might have been odal was like hey your son is dead like, yeah we gotta go we gotta get out of here um and so they uh, attempt to start running and they're hearing all this sh- like shrieking, you know, yeah. adding to this like, you know, seeing this altar and shit just made you even feel more like it's some sort of deity deity type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so they start running. It's like very suspenseful. But it starts to get dark. Yep. But it starts to get dark and they realize, you know, Adem realizes we, we won't make it out in time. Yeah. We got a, we got a whole shop here. Right. And so... Uh, you know, they put it on Bea to make a fire. Yep, because she's the forager of the group. And that was a very stressful scene. Yeah, and they said they played that really good. they're trying to start the fire before it gets dark. Mm-hmm. And she's just going with the yep. rocks. And she's stressed. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not going at yeah. all. And I was like, is she going to get the The darkness just starts to settle And that in. was so cool, man. That's why, like, you know, we said it in our, non, in our non-spoiler out of theater review. Yeah. Where it was like. The darkness being its own character, you know, right. this darkness starting to loom. It's like, All right, I'm coming in. Starting now. to loom in. It's getting super dark. Yeah, she's still and it like, gets dark. Away. And the music is like super heightened, yeah. and it's dark for at least it's like, like pitch few black. Seconds. Like you can't see anything. Yeah, you for just a while. hear you just hear Bea her croc, her, breathing. Her, yeah, her rocks and her rocks going. going. Yep. And eventually she gets it. Yep. Well, you see, you see like. Yep. And I was like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, that, was, <laughs> that whole scene and like how it was shot and all that was, was so, so good. Dope. Like yeah. that worked uh, incredibly well. Yeah, it did. Um, and so they finally get this fire going. Yeah. And, you know, you hear the creature like kind of like around them. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, Adam is on like, you know, guard mode. Yeah. And um, eventually, like he can kind of tell where it's positioned. 
and he throws his spear at it, mm-hmm. and it, he could tell it, it, it he, got, hit, he, he hits hit. this deity because uh, it shrieks, mm-hmm. and then um, you could tell he was processing for like a split second, yes, like what he wanted to do, and then boom, he just he like takes, takes off. off. Yeah. Dude is gone because he's like, I do not like Edem as a character, but I do think he's a good leader. Yes, and trying to protect, yeah, you know, his family. Yeah, he plays he plays his role mm-hmm. as the leader really good. Yeah, um, and he kind of like takes ownership of. Like being that leader, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Embracing that, the the thing that the, all the things that come with being a leader. I really liked the way they did the shots in this particular part when he is trying to hear the creature because um, you know it's right in his face, right? Mm-hmm. So there's moments where he's like moving his head, trying to lift yeah, funnels down cool. and stuff yep. like that. I was like, oh, that's that's pretty. And cool. I think they had the camera like just there's a lot of camera movement. It was in this a lot movie. of camera movement, and so it was like circling and you know like you're trying to like tell like what we're like where is this coming where's from this coming surround from? Yeah. sound all that mm-hmm. um but yeah he took off right and you know he's chasing this thing down um and eventually like he gets to a point where i can't remember if it, if it really let you see the same thing he was seeing like he could kind of it kind of yeah you still you could see, tell you could see though. something like moving in the yeah, shadows yeah something in the shadows yeah. yeah but they never you couldn't really tell it was just but i feel like it added to the Increasing the scare factor, yeah. Because when it, when I first saw it, I thought about the black creature things from Avatar. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So it, it looked kind of like that in the darkness, that, yeah. in that scene, kind of like a, you know, like a dog-like creature, but really big, yeah. black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it looked like to me. And um, so he he gets to a point where he stops because it's close by, and he's trying to like figure exactly where it is. And I think it does it cut away. Before mm-hmm. he actually see anything, sees yeah. like it gets up on him, right? It cuts back to the group who's still at the fire. Yeah, and all you hear is him start screaming. screaming. Yep, and he's calling Gerard's name. Yep, and he's like, "Damn, what do I do?" Yep. So then he goes. He go. It took him a while it to took like him get a to that point. Though. Yeah, and no one wanted him to go either. There's, yeah, because they, they were like, like "You're gonna die. You're gonna die if you go." Uh, but he's like, "Fuck, it's my brother. I gotta go." Not just that, but he he feels like they need him. Like they needed them. They feel like that they can't survive oh, without yep. him. So he's kind of like, "Well, I have to go save him because if not, we all gonna be dead." Right. That's true. And I'm sure Gary doesn't doesn't really want that responsibility oh, yeah, no, too. Uh-huh. So I'm sure also probably played in his mind. We're like, I have to get him because yeah. Well, I can't do it. So we're after, like you're saying, like we'll be fucked anyway. Yeah. Um, so he goes out there and, you know, uh, we don't see anything that happens out there because yep. it only shows the people like waiting yep. like, to see what's going to happen. And then eventually some time passes and you start to hear rustling near mm-hmm. them. You're like, Oh shit. What is that? Like, is it going to be a dim? Like, it's going to be like a table reverse where, you know, Guerrero got, got, Oh yeah. But eventually it shows that Guerrero did get a dim. Um, but a dim is jacked the F up. Jacked. Like his, his daggone jaw was like hanging on hanging, by a thread, hanging, and it was just it was good. It was really, Special effects was really good. It was really part. good, but nasty. Um, <laughs> and he was making like you know weird gurgling sounds. sounds gurgling. Like, yeah, it was just <laughs> nasty. Um, and eventually, you know, they're kind of like, "Look, we got to put this dude out his misery." Right? Yeah, and no um, one else could do it. I was like, "I bet you, I know who will." Oh yeah, Bea. Bea, she stepped up. She's she like, stepped Look. up with glee. Oh, she yeah. was glad to take his ass. Oh yeah, she was. <laughs> um, you know, obviously Guerrero hesitated for, I think for two reasons, right? It's one is his brother. Yes. But then two, he didn't want to be the leader, no way. Yeah. So that meant like, oh man, we kill him. Like, I gotta step up. Right. Uh, but Bayer, you know, um she did kill him, put him out of put put Adem out of his misery. Yeah. Um, which uh, the the concept of killing off the leader, like at this point, I thought was genius because now there's this heightened fear yeah, factor. It's like, it's how like, they gonna make it out of this? Damn, how they gonna get out of this? That's, I know. Like you're feeling I was like, like wow, you don't want to. Comp- this they can was fight. very unexpected. I didn't 
expect the leader yeah. to be taken out so soon. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, uh, how are they going? How are they going to survive? Yep. And that adds to the heightened suspense. But you know, Bea takes him out, and then obviously, you know, Ava's getting sick again. Everybody's yeah. hungry. She like falls out and convulses. Yep. And they're like, we need to eat. And Bea's like, we got some need. We got now. some need now. Like, <laughs> you know, he was looking at me earlier. Like they, like I was going to eat me anyway. So fuck it, we got to eat him. Um, they didn't all want to do it, obviously. And oh, Gerard yeah. definitely don't. Or is it Gayer? That Gare, sounds more bad. Gayer didn't want to do Gare it. Gayer didn't yeah. want to do it. Yeah. And Ava didn't really want to do it either. But. She didn't want to do it, but she knew she had to eat to yep. survive because yep. she didn't want to lose her baby. Yep. Um, but yeah, so they cooked them. Yep. She, well, they cooked parts of them. Babe was over there cutting pieces of meat off. Yeah. And I like it was the really shot nasty. Where like, you can only see her back. You yeah, see her going had, like this. Yeah, it was really gross because you could hear it. Off. Yeah, it was nasty. But she offers to Guerrero, Guerrero, she's like, you want to do it or are you going to do it? And He's he was like, like, no. He couldn't do it. She was like, or they were asking him to do it. Mm-hmm. And then she hands him the weapon. She's like, take it or, you know, move out my way and mm-hmm. I'll do it. Yep. And so, he, yeah, he just really... He's very soft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You couldn't, couldn't do it. Um, but that scene was just nasty because like they really, it was almost like ASMR mode. It was. Because you hear all them like all munching those, and they were chewing They made it nasty. It. They didn't, they definitely didn't make the fact they had to eat this other human. And then Ava pleasant. was like gagging. Yep. But she kept eating. Yeah. It's like, and now, then she kept eating it. <laughs> now you, by the way Bea was eating, you would have thought this meat was like, the, well, like I, some, you know, some Wagyu steak or she something. She was chewing like that, but her mm-hmm. face was like really like set. Almost like I don't want to eat this, but I gotta, I gotta survive. survive. Yeah, mm-hmm. she definitely has that mentality throughout the movie. Like yep. all she's thinking about is surviving. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that was a whole that whole sequence I thought was was super well crafted, yeah, super dope. Uh, but anyway, so morning comes, and you know now you know it's on Ger- Guerrero Gare. wants to take the mantle, but. You know, Odal was talking a lot of mess. And he though. was like, "Nah, you can't do it." He's like, "You can't do this shit. Mm-hmm. Who gonna follow you?" Mm-hmm. Now everyone else did though. They, they did. Like, they did like, follow. They gave him the opportunity. They gave him the chance. Yep. It's like, well, we gotta follow somebody. But he ruins it. Yeah, he messes up. He leaves them in a whole loop. They go, went in a circle. Yep. They went. They they walked around. <laughs> next thing you know, see a dim's body, and they're like, "Damn." And then that's when they're like, the confidence is lost. Everybody like, left. Like, oh, we're fucked. Like, damn. Yep. And. Uh, I don't remember if they hear the, cre- the creature or not. I think they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Adal takes the religious approach. Yes. He switched up the game. Yeah. He's like, okay, we're going to have to give it something. Let's sacrifice. Offer something. Yep. To, to this deity and maybe they'll let us get out. Yep. And so now they're trying to figure out, well, what can we sacrifice? And well, that they- was actually very quick. I thought decision. Well, yeah, <laughs> and he's because he's autom- he automatically says something like, you know, we need we need to offer like a great sacrifice, right? Which well, means he says a stray, which we've already heard from mm-hmm. Adem, like you were there for whatever we needed you to yep. be. So in this case, we need you to be a sacrifice. Yep. yep. So Ava and Adal try to take her, yep. drag her down to the altar area. Yep. I was like, dang, these and people Gare, are And Gare tried to stop them, but he, he did. Knocked he get knocked out. And he hits his head on the ground. Yeah. He's knocked unconscious. He's knocked out for yep. I was like, that's so dumb. Yep. They did Gare wrong in this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we'll get, we'll get to, uh, to the later on in the movie. But uh, so they end up dragging off Bea mm-hmm. to the altar area. And they like, uh, they hold her down and- you know, he, Odal's like, hey, we got this offering for you, speaking to the the, the deity out there. Because uh, I think it's still, like, close by. Mm-hmm. You can hear the deity. Um, which they made this, the shrieks and all that weird sound. sound. It sounded creepy. Yeah, super creepy. Yeah. And, you know, and I felt like it was cool because we we sound scared of it. And they also scared of it. Like, it was, it just worked really good. 
But, you know, they off, they're offering up, you know, uh, Bea. And I can't remember exactly who... Does she, I can't remember exactly how the sequence of events happens. But who does she, like, hit first to, like, escape? Something... She does something to escape. I can't remember exactly what she does. Um, She hits the other guy. The old doll guy. And that's when he breaks his leg? At that point? Or no? No. No. That was later. That was when uh, the other girl, she did that to him. Okay. But yeah, she gets somehow, she, you know, hits the old doll guy and gets mm-hmm. away. Yep. So she runs off. Right. But and the thing is still. It's still know, right, like, still right coming. near them. Yeah. Right. And, and hear so the shrieking is coming. he takes stab. it upon himself to stab Ava in the side. Which I didn't see coming. I didn't see that coming either. I was like, oh, snap. That yeah. was crazy. Um, so he stabbed Ava in the side, but then she like, did she grab his leg? Yeah, or she, hit it? cause she's like down now. So mm-hmm. she grabs him and then he falls and he breaks, he breaks his, his leg. leg. Yeah, the bones came right out. Out <laughs> of his knee. Yeah, yeah that was, was nasty. really nasty. That was pretty good. Um, cause you know, Adal was like, oh, here's a new sacrifice. But she's like, hell no, like you're going to be sacrificed right with me. Yeah. But um, then it gets dark. And I was very surprised that the creature thing didn't take any of them out. While it was dark. Dark, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, because when it comes back to light. They're still there. They're still there. Yeah. Which is uh, very interesting. Yeah, I thought I thought that too. I, I felt like it kind of put a twist into like, okay, like, wow. what does this thing want? What is it doing? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, it, you know, morning comes and we got uh, Bea kind of like sneaking around mm-hmm. and she goes back to the altar area um, and she kind of was like hiding and... Yeah. Um, but she sees that the other dude is Odal is still alive, mm-hmm. but now it was dead. She yep. probably bled out. Yep. Um, and then she sees the thing snatch like her. her body. Yep. Just just drag mm-hmm. her right off. Just right off into the um. We can't. We can't. We can't really see. Yeah. I think it's still a little dark a little bit. It was like yeah, that early morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you see Odal kind of like, all right, well, this is it. So he yep. starts he talking. Just laying there. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you see his perspective of this thing coming towards him. Yep. And, and he's he like did. staring at it like mm-hmm. in awe almost like then he kinda like faints or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like staring at this thing in awe. Yeah. And I think it was at this point where did um Guerrero was like out walking around, right? He no, he well, yeah, he's awakened and uh, he's trying to sneak back through too as well, but then Bea finds him. Yep. It got me actually. Yeah, that was a, was jump, a jump scare. scare where she like grabbed him, was like, like "Yeah, shut the I fuck up." Like, oh shoot, no. Yep. I thought he was getting got from the creature. So now they're <laughs> like they're both you know kneeling down, looking at the creature. Yeah. And uh, Bea makes like a whistling sound, and I was like, oh, "I know she did." And I like the way it did it because like <laughs> she did the whistling sound and it cut to the creature and it moved and it, his like, head towards where she was. Right. Yeah. And I and thought then she it, was sitting there. And, and then when the camera came yeah. back. Uh, Bea was gone. So yeah. I was like, whoa. I thought like, she was she setting, setting him up. up. Yeah. And then it cuts back to the creature and it's like crawling on the ground. Yeah. Like, it looks super weird. Super weird. And I was creepy. Like, what the heck is this? Because yep. when you finally see it, it looks kind of like maybe what a bird would look like because it has mm-hmm. like this feathery thing in the back. Yep. And then the front head almost reminded me of like the head from the Silent Hill dude because it's like shaped. Oh, like a like triangle. Like that triangle shaped. Mm-hmm. And it's got this big hunk thing in the side of it. I was yeah. like, what the heck is this yeah, thing? I, I thought it was some sort of like, you know, bird tree yeah, god or something, something. like that. That's it, what but it, it looked like. godly. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, it gets closer to the gear and then Bea like comes out from the side and yeah. like grabs his head. Like, oh, okay. And like pulls it. She was trying to trick and, it. And it like, it comes off. She's like holding it, like looking at it. And I was like, <gasps> and then the camera cuts back 
And it's, it's a, a mask. And it's a, it's a mask and it's a Neanderthal. It's a Neanderthal. Yeah. Was it Neanderthal? Yeah. And then she screams. The Neanderthal screams. Yeah, screams. The, the, the shrieking sound. The shrieking sound. Like as, uh, to see if, if they're still intimidated. Yeah. Like a fear, like a scare tactic. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and then Bayer's just looking at it. And then that's when the thing is like, oh, I got to run. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it starts running. And yeah. it's fast. Yo, that Neanderthal was fast as fuck. I was like, dang. Because Bea and Gare start chasing it, right? And, you know, Gare a little slow. Because he just got up from being knocked yeah. the fuck out. Yeah. So, because Bea's like, come on. Like, you're slow. We got to find like, it. Let's go. Let's go. Um, and he was like, she, giving up. But she's like, no, we got to follow it. Because, you it's know. It's going to lead us to the cave. It leads us out. Yep. Right. And or knows the way out. Yeah. yeah. Knows the way out of the forest. Uh, so they're running after this thing. They follow it and they they get to the top of a hill. And that Neanderthal is like Already way down. out there. And I was like, how did he get that? How, was it the, I don't know if it was I the woman it was or the, the dude. Mom, the mom. woman. Yeah. I was like, how did she get that far that quick? Like she was gone. <laughs> uh, but, you know, that was they enough for them to, the to know. Like, okay. The forest. Yep. Yeah. We're, the, we're out of the forest. We know where to go. But Gary's like, I'm done. Yep. Why we need to keep chasing behind it? And, you know, Bea tries to explain to him, like, we're here. To, we got to survive now. It's mm-hmm. just me and you. We need to know, you know, where they are because that wherever they are, all they're they're surviving. Yep. So if we get where they are, then we can survive. We need to take that, you know, the home that they yep. have, and then make it ours. She, yeah, she's in very much like survival mode. That's it like, for her. If we don't. He we does don't do ask what we her do. like why, mm-hmm. and she's like, I want to survive. Yeah, she's like, I ain't playing this game. Like yeah. we got to set up shop. We got to make it. We got to survive. But with the reveal, how did you feel about that? Yeah, so before we jump into that, I was going to say, like, with that reveal, like, we're we're basically officially in, like, the final act yeah. of, of this film, right? Um, and I, so, with that reveal, I was actually cool with it. Because I think I was so, I was so dead set on it being, like, an actual God type thing that it didn't even process in my mind, yeah. like, 100%. That it was a part. Like that a, it could have been, like, a human. a human being because of all the the signs that like point towards oh this is a real because you know the when you see Adem's face so jacked up you're like man how like, did this happen yeah and then like it's like pulling and dragging bodies so easily like as strong as hell the shrieks like you know they definitely like set you up to be like man what kind of godly entity is this so right. like i well, was that's very why shocked i think they let way. they had the creature or the person actually screaming so you could understand how this <laughs> How they were hearing mm-hmm. those sounds. It was yep. actually coming from this body. Yep. <laughs> it was so crazy. Yeah. So for me, I like I like the twist because once you see it, you're like, okay, that makes so much more sense now. Like that makes a Does lot it? of sense. Yeah. It doesn't explain how they're so freaking strong. They're like freaking, well, I don't know. I think Neanderthals, I thought they were like bigger-ish Oh, were they kind of I human beings anyway? I don't know. Anyway. Lie I don't know it's super good, but I think they were like <laughs> bigger and stronger versions of human beings. Okay. Um, so in that respect, like it kind of explains it a little bit. Okay. Well, they um, were definitely strong. I'm gonna tell you, they that, were strong as hell to be able to do the stuff that they were doing. But I thought it was a cool twist. Like, like it felt it felt good to me. It didn't feel cheap or nothing like that because they really had you convinced it could have been. I guess a I deity, wanted deity. it to be something creepy and scary. You did, but I mean, I I understand mm-hmm. why these people did this you know yep. which i'm sure we'll talk about that in a yep. little bit but yeah i don't know i'm on the fence about it yeah i was kind of expect you know wanting it to be something really scary you right know? yeah but but i thought it was cool because it allowed this movie to be something different and then go into yeah the deeper meanings of the movie well yeah and then also like if it would have just been a godly thing and they try to find a way to kill it i would have felt more cliche mm-hmm. but now you have something that's a little bit more 
I don't know. Just I, I get what you're saying. Interesting More by the fact that like, oh, this is take, a little different. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's let's dive into the basically final the, the final act of this of this movie. All right. So they start, you know, going. They they follow the Neanderthal back to the mountains. We get like a little sequence of shots of them, you know, climbing the mountains and making their way towards the caves. Um, and you know, Bay is like, you know, it's it's in here somewhere. Uh, then they make their first mistake. Yeah, they split up. Which was so dumb. I don't know why they did that. I was like, they don't know why back the then, heck I guess. did they split up? Yep. Ugh. But they split up and <laughs> they each start making their way into different entrances in this cave system. And um, the the suspense in this part was, I thought, really cool. Because yes, it was very, very like, tense. And all you hear is breathing. Yeah. And then it's also like some storm happening. So then you hear like this thunder and Man, you get lightning. flashes of lightning. Yeah. Um, and... You know, she's breathing like real heavy because she's scared. Yeah. She's got her, you know, got the, and the camera's always like close up and you see the breath. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's made you feel like it had a, it gave you a lot of anxiety. You're right. You know what I'm saying? You're yeah. like, damn, this is, this is suspenseful as fuck. Yeah. But she's making her way through this cave and um, uh, eventually she hears like movement through mm-hmm. like a little small tunnel. Right. She crawls through the small she tunnel. She crawls in, following yeah. the noise. Yeah. I was like, dang. One, she she bold and brave as she hell. She is brave. Like, uh, but she crawls through this tunnel and she encounters another. This is uh, a different A different Neanderthal. Neanderthal. Yep. Uh, and they start fighting. And he's whooping her ass. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Because like, they're just str- obviously they're stronger. He was really big. Yeah. They're way stronger than they are. Um, but uh, she ends up getting the upper hand. Yeah, because uh, he was like choking her ass out, but then he she, she pretended, used her knife. or I don't know if she pretended or not, yeah. but she was basically very still. So he's thinking she was dead. She's dead. And, you yep. know, she uses her knife. knife to scratch to cut his neck, mm-hmm. and then she finished his ass off with the spear. Yes. Um, and then, and then in the midst of that, she's calling Gayer's name. Right. So yep. he follows the sound. The sound. Mm-hmm. Yes. So when he gets there, she's already gone, and he just sees the Neanderthal and, and the, the, the spear, and he his just. Back. <laughs> <laughs> wishes it a yeah he kind of like ensures you know yeah which i was like oh man maybe you know gary gonna step up you know like no. and be ready uh, does not step up in this movie so you know <laughs> Bea goes further into the cage she system does. and um she gets into like their camp yeah it's got like a little fire going yep mm-hmm. it's got a fire going in there it's got pelts on the beds yep like it looks and then, very homey yeah and she sees movement in the pelts yes and uh, she approaches it. She approaches it. She's you know someone she needs to kill. Right. Yep. And remember, I think I, I think I even said to you, you did. I was like, you tell me. That? I was like, what if that's Haran? You there? did tell me that. And sure enough, Haran's tail popped up out of the pelts. He's okay. Hundred yep. percent. And Bea was like super shocked. Shocked. Like what the heck? Like we thought you were dead. And then here comes the other, the female Neanderthal that the they mom. met in the woods. We're calling her a mom, the mom for a reason. But um, yeah, so she's. Ready to fight. Yep. So now it becomes this, like, you know, battle over Haran, mm-hmm. essentially. You know, and Bea's in protect mode. Right. Because, uh, you know, now she feels. She thinks that Haran was in danger or right. being, like, held captive. Right. Exactly. But he's like, no, don't do anything. Like, yep. don't kill her. Yep. Um, And then. um, Well, she picks up the little fire from the. Well, yeah. She's she like, does. you know, trying to keep keep her back. Yeah. And then. um. Uh, you better say that. Yeah, Gayar finds his way into the yep. inner room, and he's in shock. He sees Haran. He's he just sees like Haran, right? And I think frozen. that's what messes him up. Yep. And this is why I don't think they should have split up, because that yep. wouldn't have happened if they were together. Yep. <laughs> but Gayar is frozen and just like shock, right? Because he can't believe that yeah. Haran is alive. alive. 
And he just, it's almost like he's seeing a ghost, you know, like he just can't believe it. And then the mom. He has no instincts whatsoever. None. And then the mom's mom's right there. So she turns around and he's still just standing there. And then she smacks him in the dang on head and he falls to the ground. And And that point, I'm just like. And she goes ham. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. It was very stupid. That was stupid as hell. I like, was so sh- like, why are you like, taking him yeah, he, out? He didn't yeah, have like, to die, right? He didn't have to die, and yeah, he's in shock. But it's like, eventually, even, he could have got his wig right. He would have, he would have saw the movement and then kind of like snapped out of him and like, oh shoot, yeah, like and and done something, yeah. But to just stand there and it's not even like she moved fast. She didn't. She just turned she over, just there, came over like, there. Yeah. Yep. And I then was like, uh, this is so stupid. Yeah. That 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 was like the only part of this well, this entire is the movie. second stupid part. The first part was splitting up. Oh, well, yeah. like Obviously, you know that this creature knows these woods and these cave systems like mm-hmm. the back of their hand to yep. be able to move the way they were moving in the darkness. Yep. And you mean to tell me you're going to go in behind these this creature mm-hmm. alone? Yeah. That was the first mistake. Yeah. The second mistake was his letting him be shocked to to paralyzation yeah when he, can't, he can't respond at respond all to the threat like that's literally right next to him that <laughs> he didn't have no fight head. or flight response none <laughs> so that was frustrating i hated that part yeah it's the only part i disliked because it was just like at least i have the chance to fight he didn't but get he no didn't chance get the chance to do that so he's dead yeah she was like going ham on his head but while he's going ham on his head Bea is like trying to get heron out Yep. Um, so they got a little bit of a little leeway where they are a little bit ahead of the she, ne- female Neanderthal. She, she threw those thing down. Yeah, she starts the fire with the pelts. Right. Yep. She does throw so down. So it starts filling stick. up with smoke and stuff. Right. So they're exiting, mm-hmm. but the Neanderthal creature is on their tail. Yep. But they do get out. Yep. And she comes out halfway, and Heron is trying to pull her out, like to try to save her. Yep. But Bay is like, not like, today. And but she, she actually was saying Haran's name. She was. She was yep. saying she was like Haran's Haran, name. And then she was speaking like a different language. She did. Yep. Right. But anyways, Bea kills her. Yep. And he's like, why did you do that? You know, she was feeding me. She was right. taking she care of me. She's keeping me alive. She's taking care of me. Yep. Yeah. And so he he thought she took him mm-hmm. from everyone else to help him, to save yep. him. And, you know, this goes back to the beginning of the movie where you know, he didn't have a mom figure. Right. So I think the fact that she was taking care of him like a mom. Mm-hmm. He, he took to it a lot because he didn't have that. Right. Because even Ava was like, man, ain't your mom. All he had was his dad. Right. So it's yeah. like, oh, I have a mom now. So I'm sure that also helped him take to her even more so. Right. Um, but yeah, he was and, super um, hurt by that. He was very hurt. He was like, yep. where's my dad? And she's like, they're all dead. And she's like, she, they killed them they all. They killed him. Yeah, yeah. They killed them They killed all, all of them. Yeah, yeah. That's what she told him. Um, so it's just them two. Yep. So it's just them two and, you know, they were walking off and, Basically showed them kind of like setting up shop in the caves. And, and then they also discovered, well, Bea feels as though she was wrong for yes. killing the Neanderthal. Yep. Um, she saw that they had, when they took Ava's body, they actually made it like an altar for her. Yep. And to honor her. To honor her, right? And her baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and we learned that Ava also had a lot of loss, like a lot of babies had died because she had a necklace with a bunch of babies around it. Oh, right. Uh-huh. And so... Um, we le- they learned that part. And we lo- we thought about, well, these creatures didn't actually, when Neanderthals never really actually killed anyone. Like, no, they didn't. Um, they did hurt Adem, but <laughs> That's he, he, was trying he, to hurt he them. killed them, right? Yeah. He, he threw the thing at them. So they already felt So they were threatened. responding yep. to his threat, right? Um, they took Heron to, to feed him and to take yep. care of him. And Ava, she was stabbed by Odal, yep. and he died because I think he died of like a heart attack or something because he kind of like so. faints yeah. from seeing the. He just couldn't thing. believe what he was seeing. So exactly. He yeah. 
and obviously she they did kill um Gare yeah, because they felt she was in a protective mode at that because she felt responsible for Haran. No. Not only that, but they were in their home. You true. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, they were. So just their like home. if someone came in your house, you'd be ready to shoot. I You're already know fight. you'd be ready to shoot That's somebody. True. That's true. <laughs> so yeah. we ain't playing that game. Yeah. So their whole thing was them trying to protect their home, yep. and they came up with this thing. I'm assuming other people had probably approached on their land before, mm-hmm. and they had come up with this as a way to keep people out in yep. a way protect because their home. the resources were obviously limited. Yep. Um, you know, there wasn't a lot of that game and stuff like that from the hunt. So they were like, well, we have to do what we have to do to protect ourselves. And that's all that they were doing. Yep. And one thing I want to mention too is when, you know, uh Bea and Haram was having the interaction. I forgot exactly what she said, but you know, Haram was like, Oh, they were like us. Yes. Yeah. And she was like, No, they were monsters. Yep. But then afterwards she realized that they were like us. Like yep, they were like (laughs) us. Um and I, and I and I think I think uh, Bay at the very end was saying something like about like you know trying again or mm-hmm. you know to, to basically do it over like if trying to you know actually be friendly right. uh, towards like you know different people. people who look different right yeah and I feel like you know well one that's the end of the movie it ends it with them like well, I think with her like standing there at the mm-hmm. mouth of the cave or something like that yeah um, and but that's, I, but that's, that's a good uh, point. About you know trying to be more friendly, but it also mm-hmm. had to be on both sides. Yes, that's the, that's the big thing I said after we watched this film was like the messaging obviously is about you know not treating differences as like a threat, right? Uh, and you know obviously it's on both sides, mm-hmm. right? Is you know hey let's say that the Neanderthals off rip were were being inviting, they could have now became like a whole group that worked together. Mm-hmm. You know if both sides came to the table. With the intent of being friendly, mm-hmm. now a friendship could be built. Right, um, and I feel like that's one of the the big, you know, social commentary things on this movie is, hey, like no matter if we're different, we're still the same. Mm-hmm. We're still human beings at the end of the day. Yeah, and we gotta, you know, work together to survive, especially in harsh environments. Mm-hmm. You know, don't look at the differences as a threatening thing just because it's new and different. Yeah, you know, give the opportunity to have that open communication. To be kind, to be friendly to each other, be respectful. Yeah. And then you can actually, you know, build something and thrive. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I feel like that was the big commentary, like, like for this film. Did you have anything else you want to speak on the messaging with it? Nope. Okay, so let's jump into, like, our final thoughts then. So, you want to go first? You want me to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Final yeah. thoughts. I really enjoyed this movie. Um, I would watch this again. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is a very rewatchable movie. Uh, which I feel like is very rare lately. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do agree. It's very rare. Yeah, um, it's very rare. There's a lot of things I really loved about this film. The performances, obviously, we didn't talk about this, but the language. We talked about it a little bit in our non-spoiler, non-spoiler review. Yep. But yeah, they use the linguist to combine different uh, languages together, like Sanskrit and mm-hmm. Arabic and other things. I forgot the other one was, but um, to make this language. And it was very um it came across like very authentic and yeah. you know genuine to the times um i like the setting uh, you know i i like looking at movies that are set in different you know time periods and i don't think i've seen a horror movie set in the stone ages so i thought this was cool yep um i did not like what they did to gar gar whatever his name is i feel like they did him wrong yep. <laughs> that was my only downfall with this i really liked his 
Um, I thought, like you even said this, like, like we thought we, he was going to get a, you know, a character arc and he didn't. Of redemption, of redemption. and being, becoming the new leader and, and gaining confidence. Yeah. Nope. It would have been such a great ending to see him rise up to the occasion mm-hmm. and become the leader for him, Bea and Heron, and yeah. then set forth their new, you know, village or tribe together. Mm-hmm. But nope, we didn't get that. Nope. <laughs> yep. um, and I don't know if it was because they wanted to, you know... I, I don't want to say this in a in a bad way, but uh, like make Bea the hero because she's a girl. I don't know if that was like what their intention was. Yeah. And then they obviously, and then Gayer had to suffer the sacrifice for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She, I, I, I feel like see she that could have still too. risen up to be the hero yeah. and kept him alive. Yeah, I agree. Yep. <laughs> but oh, so that's my only this, you know, dislike about this film was that, yeah. but everything else, I loved it. The music was good, except for this one scene. I didn't really like it in, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. And obviously the camera work, the cinematography was absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, even in the darkness, just like seeing the people's faces with the fire in the background yeah. was just really beautiful. Um, but yeah, it was a good one for me. Yeah, no, I, I agree with everything you said, except for the one the audio thing. I know. know. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was just that one scene. Yeah, and, just the, like, and, the, scene that, so and the scene that she's talking about was was the scene, uh, was it when Adem was getting It was attacked? before that, when they were listening out, when they were getting, yeah, Adem was out there, but it was before you heard the noises, but you can see like the, I get what you were saying, like seeing what they were feeling like, oh shit, we, you know, what's about to happen type of thing. Yeah. But that music to I me- I thought that was after he got hurt or something. Was it after? Well, I don't know. It was when they were yeah. alone. I know that. And Adem was in the forest. Yeah. And then they were kind of like, you know, just in this stressful moment. Yeah. But it just seemed very overpowering to the scene to me. Yeah. And I, see, for that scene, I felt like it worked because if that was, that was the intent to make you overwhelmed, scared, and just oh, not really knowing what to do. I was already overwhelmed and scared. And they didn't have add, to put that hey, extra they gotta music on there. Make you, make you feel like how the characters feel. Oh, um, and before they went into the forest, there's this shaking of the cameras. Like there was like they just like that. I can't but, remember. Oh yeah, I was like, well, that's a little much. <laughs> um, but very much like what you said, I actually really like this movie a lot. Like I honestly loved this movie. Uh, it had its its hooks in me from the beginning, which I'm um, actually very surprised about because you don't really like you know historical or period pieces. Well, see, that's the thing. That I don't we, like period stuff. Like, Well, this is a period. No, what I mean, like, you know, like typical period stuff, like, yeah. uh, you know, medieval, like, or like Victorian. Mm-hmm. I don't really care for that stuff. But I think because this was so different than that, like you said, like yeah. Stone Age, right. a lot of movies in Stone Age. Right. Uh, since it was so different, that's, I think it added to like, oh, I, I'm seeing something I've never seen before. Oh, okay. Because you were very quiet. Well, you're usually quiet, but this time I was like, oh, he must be bored. Because the first, you know, opening sequence is, it, there's nothing really going on but them telling the story. And then you seeing mm-hmm. them kind of like doing what him telling the story is about. Mm-hmm. So I thought you would be bored. No, I, I was actually the exact opposite. I was very like just engrossed and okay. immersed into the movie. Mm-hmm. And like you said, the language added more to that, right? Because the yeah. language sounded legit. Like yeah. something like a real language. Well, uh, technically it is kind of. Well, yeah, they, they made it up, but yeah, they use other languages. Yeah. But the language sounded so good and it added to, because you have to read subtitles, I think, because you have oh, to read the subtitles, it, it helps keep you locked in too. Yeah, okay. Because you're like, okay, I can't, I don't want to miss what they were saying. Okay, maybe that's what it is. Um, and the, the, the cool thing about the subtitles was it never felt like, they didn't, they never talked super fast. Mm-hmm. So I always felt like I could, I was able to read the subtitles without being like, oh, I didn't get, I, it was too fast. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like even if you're a slower reader, 
like you could still be able to capture everything yeah. that's being said. Because uh, sometimes when you watch like foreign films, right. sometimes in moments where they're talking really fast, the subtitles are going like, <laughs> yeah. really quick. This movie didn't really have that. So, uh, but this movie was incredible. Like, yeah. uh, you, I don't think you gave it a rating. Oh, I didn't know we were doing ratings. I don't know. Do you want to? I have to give it four okay. only because of how they did my dude. Yeah. I just felt like he needed that redemption arc and they took it from him. I didn't yeah. like the, uh, some of those decisions, like the breaking, like splitting up. Like that was just too dumb for me. Yeah. And I was slightly, just a slightly disappointed that it wasn't actually a creature. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, this movie was incredible. The, the Like you said, the audio, the soundtrack, mm-hmm. uh, the music, and it, having the stripped down feel with being like, still having this weight and yeah. adding to the suspense of different scenes and the drums and the the, the blares of horns mm-hmm. and um, the concept of the creature and then the reveal it being not, like I thought was genius to help kind of subvert your expectation but in a good way because sometimes yeah. they'd be people try, like people will try to subvert the expectation just for the sake of doing it yeah but with not having any real story impact but this one made sense well like, yeah oh, it does make sense okay that makes that's sense like this, that's cool like okay i see what y'all trying to do here yeah um but the performances were all incredible they were super like, good this the performances were legit uh the creep factor the scare factor like it was all there like it's just a real. It's a movie that pulls you in, mm-hmm. and you just are sucked in until the until this movie ends. Mm-hmm. Like you said, the only part that I didn't like was what happened to Gare. I would have liked to have seen his arc happen a little bit differently, um, but that's more of like a personal thing. Like yeah. I'm not going to penalize the movie too much on that, but I do wish they would have handled that just a little bit, you know, a little bit differently. Uh, but you mentioned the camera work. The camera work is amazing. Like the transitions, the transitions added to the confusion, which there I thought was, was incredible. One scene. Okay, when they were lost mm-hmm. in the woods and when Garrett was supposed to be leading them out and then they, it, like, you're following them, you mm-hmm. know, across the screen and then they loop back around again, coming back across. That was that was probably my favorite. Yeah. Um, and it's and it was just cool because yeah. it, it added to like this lost suspense. Yeah, this lost, confused <laughs> feeling. And it was also seamless, like the mm-hmm. way they did the camera work. Um and just and the movie just looked really good yeah. and they handled darkness really good and it was like not the kind where it's like so dark you can't see what's going on it's very intentional about where the film is dark and where it isn't they mm-hmm. handled nighttime and darkness like just so well yeah um but this movie surprised me like i i already kind of felt like it would have potential to be good when we saw the trailer we thought well, oh, yeah this be looks good. good but this like actually blew me away honestly mm-hmm. expectation wise and honestly, I would give this like a five. What? Yeah. Like I like I like this movie a lot. Now, granted, a five, babe. Yes. Like I liked wow. this movie that much. That is like, crazy. You know, remember how we walked out of Thanksgiving and I felt really good? Like this was a different feeling because you know, Thanksgiving more has you like hyped. Yeah. This one's like it, it's more like dire and depressing what happened. But when I walked out, I was like, damn. Like, that was a good movie. Mm, I am shocked. That's how I felt leaving the theater. Like, wow. you know, that doesn't always happen. I walk away and I'm like, damn, that was a good movie. That's how I felt. I was like, the the price I paid for the tickets, like, I'm glad I paid that price for this movie because it was so good. Mm-hmm. You know, and that doesn't happen all the time. A lot of times you're going to be like, wow, like, this movie's so, so stupid or <laughs> so dumb or so trash. But Well, yeah, I don't have any problems supporting this film. Um, I actually posted about it in a horror group that I'm in after we watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, you know, look at the cast. There's some beautiful looking people right here. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
I was like, y'all need to go support this film, support support Andrew Cumming, what he created, because I think he did a really, he made a really good movie here. Yeah, um, and I don't know if this was his first feature film, but I was trying to check. Um, I'm not entirely sure. It looks like he did a lot of TV stuff. So I don't know if he's, if this is uh, his first feature film or not. But if it is, like, damn, that is a yeah, that was a crazy directorial debut. It was good. Uh, but yeah, highly highly recommend checking this film out. Um, obviously it might not be for everybody because someone commented on our non-spoiler that they walked out after 30 minutes and I yeah, was like yeah people walked out really? and other people you know that um, when I have talked about it said they yeah. didn't really like it either yeah I mean every, obviously everyone's different everyone's different and you know you know how we do over here we keep it real we give you our honest opinion yeah. we don't ever bandwagon or nothing like we give you our real thoughts and I can yeah. honestly say that I actually like walked away and loved this movie a mm-hmm. lot like I was so satisfied with my experience walking away um, but that's our final thoughts for Out of Darkness, y'all. Let us know down in the comments below or over on the Spotify Q and A part. Uh, what did you think about Out of Darkness? If you've seen it, uh, did you like it as much as we did? Did you not like it? You know, discuss your reasonings for either way down in the comments below. What were your favorite scenes? All that good stuff. And if you watched to the end of this, thank you so much for tuning in to the entire uh, spoiler review. We really appreciate that. Make sure you like, make sure you comment, make sure you subscribe, make sure you follow on the podcast channel. Leave us a review. Leave us a review on those podcast channels as well. And just make sure you subscribe, y'all, to join us in the discussion for, on, on all things horror. We'll see you on the next one. Peace.